0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. This is the Baby Bed Podcast. And um, I don't know if you can tell, but I've gone all out with um, the background. It's <laughs> fucking getting bored in my room. I'm like, oh, that's this. My wife's like, nah, it looks horrible. Uh, and she gave me all these reasons why it doesn't look good. And if you're listening to this, you probably uh, need a audio description, just like what Netflix has introduced into uh, their platform. So I'm sitting in my room. And for those of you uh, watching this, I will repeat myself. But fuck it, if you can't see like me, then you will get a description which will help you in any case. I'm sitting in a room um, and um, I've got my windows at the back. And I've got these bars which are in every, um, you know, in India, the thing is people put these things. And they're like, oh, it looks lovely, the the bay windows. And then they put grills because robots will come in. So I'm sitting in the background. Um, I just want to do this because... It feels really nice sitting here uh, because when the windows open, it's really nice if you're in Bangalore at this point where we're sitting in June. The weather is fucking amazing. Uh, why do you sound like that guy from Key and Peel? Anyway, um, lovely breeze. Uh, it's, it's very nice to sit, so I thought I'd recreate that feeling, but clearly it's not as effective because I have to close the window. Um, I don't know if it's appealing enough visually. You don't get that sense, the smell, the trees, the breeze, so well, it was lost in translation. What can I say? Anyhow, I'm going to go with it because it took me all of 30 seconds to set up. So the effort deserves a reward, which is being featured on this episode. And I will um, thank all of you for listening. Uh, I mean, I'm thanking you right now. Why why will I do it in the future? Thanks for um, keeping um, me coming back. Not as often as I would like, but hey, what are you going to do about it? It's at least coming out. And this is a struggle with me, myself and I. But who knows? Maybe I'll hit this street. Because, by the way, I finished recording season two of Life Gone Wrong. So now I can actually get back into uh, doing this. And not like season two was distracting me. It's just that, you know, sitting at home, sometimes ideas run dry. And I've been off social media. So there's nothing which is making me fume and go fucking crazy like a motherfucker. But um, what was I going to say? Thank you. Uh, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. But hey, um, yeah, this is usually the time at which the water bub comes in, right? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But I will address this thing, which has been sort of playing on my mind. Um, I'll be very clear up front. I don't know all about this guy. Um, I don't know sort of all his nuances. And, you know, obviously, I haven't met the guy. I don't know him as a friend. And whatever I've heard about him is probably from uh, the news or about the coverage uh, of his family and his mother's death. I'm, of course, talking... About uh Prince Harry, right? Uh Harry, why would you do something like this, Harry? I mean Harry, um what's his last name? Is it is, is it Windsor? No, it's not Windsor, it's not Harry Tudor. Is it Harry Tudor? It could be Harry Tudor. We don't know these fucking last names of these people. Everyone else we know the last name. Oh he's a, oh yeah, he's he's a Johnson, he's Karmoth, he's what is his last name? Prince Harry. That's his, so maybe Harry's his last name. Could be. Or maybe is it Harry Markle? Yeah, so I don't know much about his past, but what I'm going to address now is this this thing I'm feeling when you hear news from what he's sort of doing, giving these interviews with Oprah, and I didn't watch the Oprah interview. I'm so sorry, is that a crime against humanity? Probably is somewhere in the woke humanity that you didn't watch. I mean, Oprah's been around for years before Black Lives Matter, and she's, I think, in her own regard, done something amazing for... Um, Colored women. Is that what the right word is? But uh, this guy giving that interview, because first of all, see, I mean, I don't, uh, I haven't watched Suits. I don't know how good Meghan Markle is. Is she um, got a lot of tick boxes ticked in the right things? She is probably a good human being. I don't know. I don't know about her family background. I don't know about the royal wedding. I'm just coming from a place of what I perceive this thing is where uh, from what I've read is Harry sort of, you know, kind of, I would say letting down his family because I don't even know if the royal family is still relevant and whatever. In the past, the royal family was royal and that's pretty much what mattered. They didn't really have to be moral. They didn't really have to be politically correct and they didn't really have to be uh, sensitive to races because they owned slaves. They kind of conquered and they pretty much dominated through divine intervention where people believed that because they were, the, they were sent by God, they had the all-encompassing power. And Yes, when you tell the royal family to keep up with the times and to be aware of modern day society, it's kind of like, it's, it's it's kind of like telling a tiger, dude, you need to be veg for the next few days because, you know, things have changed and we're running out of meat. It just, it's just weird because how do you tell someone who had all the power and was never questioned for centuries that, yeah, you know, you're kind of ineffectual. Just get rid of them because... This symbolic thing makes no sense at all. Uh, yeah, you can keep your house and you can play queen, but you can't be racist because that's... Not, I mean, I, I'm not saying you should be racist to be a queen. I'm just saying that the, the thing is, it it's a stupid system which is just living in the past. And you're glorifying that past that they come from. And then you're telling them to keep up with this. And then you have this Harry. Harry, my boy... Who goes out there and says, you know, it's my dad who's uh, to blame for what I am. He, he, my 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 mom, all the things that happened, the way they treated her, which eventually ended at her, ended up with her death. And then you know, and it's almost like, what's the word to say without sounding like a total prick? He's almost like he's whipped by Megan, and now he's just saying the things that suit her because he's decided to go down her path. It's you know, it's it's like okay. So this is the point I have. I have no issues with Meghan Markle fighting for Black Lives Matter. Fucking good. Whatever her agenda may be. Um, if Harry wants to go... If Harry, my boy... Sorry, I'm going to stop doing that. If he wants to go and uh, depart from tradition and from the royal family, then do it. He's neither here nor there. He wants that kind of world. He wants the recognition as Prince Harry. He doesn't want the association because it's getting a lot of flack from the woke um, the, the society. Uh, the colored people, the the people fighting for um, the this era of patriarchy, or whatever the words they used to end. Anyhow, so he's kind of kind of positioning himself where he, if things do go back towards a monarchy, he's like, you know what I was doing? Like, you know, she really she really gave some good head. I like I couldn't really help it, Father. It was just amazing because every time she wrapped her warm suits. You know what I mean? I have no clue, son, you know, because I have Camilla. Camilla, when was the last time you ate your cud? Well, Charles. Ah. Because Harry seems just right now like, and like a lot of men, see, you kind of hear about uh, stories where you have these... Um, monster men, right, like the Harvey Weinsteins and you have the other predators, they call them, who are just sort of using their power to exploit women to get their sexual desires or their perverted desires, whatever the word you want to use, it's up to you, satiated. It. It's a power trip. It's a prob- probably a trip which comes from the fact that women aren't good enough, whatever their, th- their thought process, I'm not going to understand it, I'm not going to justify it. But you kind of hear about those men, like right? Bill Cosby's, the Harvey Weinsteins. And on the other hand, you're hearing these apologist men. It's in music, it's in comedy, it's in movies where these guys who are celebrated are these men who are the exact opposite. I wouldn't say it's not bad to be an opposite of a predator. I think that's fine. But it's this sort of man who can be molded by women, by the feminist, by the militant feminism into this perfect apology for other men. So the the image is that he's apologizing for other men. Which other men? I don't know because I can't apologize for all men because I don't know all men and I'm not responsible for all men. What I'm responsible is for what I do as Sandeep Rao which happens to be the fact that I'm a man. So these guys um, apologize for men. They kind of say the right thing. They've got the right causes. They're kind of fighting the right fight according to them and um, they just seem to be... Very, what's the word? It's, it, benign isn't a bad word. They, they seem to be so limp. Yeah. And I don't mean in a physical erectile dysfunction way. J- they just seem so limp. They, they, they don't want to push the wrong way. They, they, they say the right things that they think that women want them to say. They, they kind of... Um, they really... They're not memorable at all. They just kind of... I mean, of course, we'd use words like pussy whipped or like spineless or like pushovers, of course. But it's not just that it's more than that because it's kind of they're trying to go the and you see this with um when a movement comes up to fight another movement it goes to the other extreme to become uh recognized and then it sort of finds a balance like the weighing scale is a completely thing so i suppose you know I, I mean not all men are gun-toting um slave owners or racist people or predators who hate women and i i think this movement where you have the music, like your guys who just sound so limp, like, oh my God, I'm sorry for being a man. Uh, next verse. I'm sorry for having a dick. I'm sorry that I have the privilege of having penis and balls, balls and penis. I apologize. That's a song. That's pretty much every song in the top 40. It's that kind of, I don't know if it's the anti-movement, but my, it, it's just, I don't know, man. It just seems so... Yeah, it just doesn't seem... Uh, I'm not saying macho, that's not the word, man. Like, you know, honestly, there is things you can do as a human being, right? You can get in touch with your feelings. You can be vulnerable. You can talk to your friends about your feelings. I mean, none of these things are unmanly. None, of, And there's no, no such thing as macho. Of course, there are these pricks who are just like insecure going, man, look, look at the size of my biceps. You have, of course, those guys. And I'm not saying any particular thing. But the emasculation, that's the word I was going to use, of men um and women think they want these guys who just spout out whatever they want right like say this for me and you will like god and they keep building this kind of relationship and next thing they know they wake up next to a guy who they've created and it's kind of like francesca's monster like frankenstein and it's just it's this person they're like what the fuck have i done and Because the guy can never speak his mind because he's going to offend the girl who he can never find another one like. He can never say anything against the grain of conversation because he doesn't want to lose her and he's worthless without her. He cannot, you know, voice his opinions about things that he really cares about because it might not suit the agenda that the lady has created in the relationship. And he might come across as a patriarchal, sexist pig. So what can he do? He just kind of lets go or kind of just holds it in, holds it in. So one thing can happen where he can explore going, fuck this, this is not who I am. And I really do respect you, but not in this particular way. I am a man who has needs. I have a man who has opinions. And I do respect you not as all men. I'm I'm not a representative for all men. I respect you for the person and the human being and the woman you are in this relationship with me. And I love you for that. And I will say things and I will grow in my own way as, as a human being and you should as well. And we meet at a place where we each respect and kind of appreciate each other for who we are. And not going to happen. That's not going to happen. The other side is where the guy just sort of represses. Rep, 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 next thing just kind of like bends over and just kind of collapses into dust. Neither is good where you kind of have the guy who's explodes suddenly. And neither is the other side good. I'm not saying I have the answers, but... I don't I don't think it's healthy for women to have men like this who are just like Megan, yeah, my parents are complete my, my dad's a total asshole because you know what? I blame him for why I am in this situation. And Megan's like, that's right, that's right, Harry. That's right, Harry, my boy. look okay, last time. You must uh you, you must turn up for what you believe in and that family of yours, man, I tell you mm 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 mm. I ain't happy with that grandma of yours Gotta give her some nice biscuits Feed her up into a nice size And just tell her Hey Queenie little girl You ain't good enough in the 21st century Cause you gotta wrap up that crown Cause if you don't have that crown I'm gonna have the frown Yeah and Harry's like, you say to my grandmama like that because they are the family which was royal and they're not loyal and they don't fit in the 21st century. Oh, don't take that title away. i rather like that title. It sounds good with Harry as opposed to Prince Harry, my boy. says, so, yeah, that's the last time he's going to do it. I promise, but it just sounds very good. And um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. If you have any predictions about the harry Megan debacle, I think they had a baby recently. Yeah, good for them I hope they're happy and this is just using Harry as an example but there are a lot of other men out there if you listen to Spotify's top 40 um, male singers across the world it's pretty much the example of what I'm talking about and comedians as well just saying what they think wants to be heard as opposed to what they think and what they want to say on that note I will leave you for now and be back on another episode Uh, But do uh, share and spread the word. And um, I look forward to coming back and talking to you sooner than later. And uh, yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. As always, I will, uh, you know, really consider it as a kind act if you could tell people about this. And just the fact that you listen means a lot in either case. I'm just trying to get my hand This is how I do it. And let me know what you think about the backdrop because this is. yeah, it's, 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 it took two minutes. So if you don't like it, I'm not going to get hurt, you know, but yeah. So yeah, I'll catch you when I do and appreciate you listening to this wherever you're listening to this. And if you're watching it on YouTube, thanks, drop a comment and catch you on the other side. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode.